Hello, and welcome to the Life Refresh podcast. This is Ryan Robinson, and I'm so excited to have you back here listening today. Uh, We are so excited to get back into part two of Heart Issues. And uh, before we get into the next lesson for today, if you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Every time you subscribe, when the new one comes out, it'll drop right into your feed and you'll get a notification on wherever you're listening to this podcast. And, and number two, make sure you share it with someone. If you've learned or have been encouraged by something that you've heard, let somebody know. Share it with somebody. I guarantee if you've gotten encouraged by it, I'm sure someone else that you care about has and will get some benefit from it as well. All right? Cool. Now, let's go ahead. We're going to get into heart issues part two. Heart issues part two. But I want to kind of summarize a little bit of heart issues part one. If you haven't yet, listen to it. Make sure you listen to it and then come back to this. But I'm going to give a quick summary of what we covered and then we'll get right into the content for part two. Um, For... Uh, we kind of left off here. Uh, really, the premise and content was around Proverbs uh, 23, uh, verse 7, which says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says, he says to you, but his heart is not with thee. Okay, so long story short, what we found is that there is a mind-heart connection. So what I tend to focus on comes to my heart okay so whatever I decide to put my mind to if I think I can do something if I believe that I can do something if I have the image of what I want to become or what I want to accomplish whatever that is that gets anchored in my heart and whatever's in my heart I end up becoming I end up doing it's possible for you to believe a lie as your truth And instead of the truth, um, you can really, at any point in time, believe what you want to. Uh, If you think that you're not pretty and you really are, in reality you are, I might think you are, but if you don't think that you are, you are also, you're stuck. You're stuck. Your opinion, your vision in of yourself is what matters. So what you think about yourself matters. Anything, God can think the best about you, and God has said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're the apple of his eye, all those good things. But if you don't believe any of that, you're going to be right where you are. People can tell you they love you all day, your spouse, your significant other, your parents, friends they can say all that but if you're looking at them and thinking i don't even believe you (laughs) i don't i don't i don't i think you guys are just playing around whatever you're thinking again comes out um and you will create the scenario that supports what you believe you will sabotage your life because of what you believe okay so we got the mind heart connection um But I want to get into, now I'm going to get right into the content for part two. And it's it uh it it, it, it's something about the heart, another component, but it's both 
Um, we're going to use both the natural example and the spiritual unseen realm example uh, of a heart. Um, years ago, um, uh, maybe centuries ago at this point, the instrument used to hear what's going on in the body uh, was developed. This particular instrument was called a stethoscope. And uh, it wasn't like we have today with like, look like headphones with a little cord and a little uh, apparatus at the end that amplifies the sound. It was just a one-sided <laughs> uh, thing that you just put up to uh, somebody's body's chest. And it, is, it was literally like a, a, a uh, um, like a paper towel roll, basically. Um, but from that tool, which even now we use the same tools made out of different material these days, but this same tool was designed, is designed to help a physician understand what is going on in the body without the risk of invasive open heart evaluations or expensive body scans, you can actually, physicians are skilled enough to hear what's going on in the body to determine if something is wrong, okay? Um, people can tell if you have like valve issues in your heart based on what they hear from a stethoscope. They can tell if you have wheezing or asthma you can't naturally hear what's going on in your own body. But with that particular instrument, you're able to understand what's going on in your body, whether it's digestion, whether it is your respiratory system, whether it's your cardi uh, cardiovascular system, you are able to just hear. And it will indicate to a physician that something's going well or if something's going wrong. Okay, um, now that's in the natural. That's what we have in our bodies or, or when we're going to get our bodies checked out for our annual checkup or whatever. Okay, now in the, in the unseen realm, in the spiritual realm, there is another tool that we use. Um, we do this every day. We may not even think it's really that important, but um, I, I will tell you, um, we use it often when we don't understand something. And uh, it is called the instrument. <laughs> the instrument is called a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not that super, uh, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. It wasn't a big surprise to anybody. But by me asking you a question, I can understand what is going on in your heart at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and depending on your response, will let me know how honest you are <laughs> about your current circumstances and, and where you are. And, um, you know, I can ask this question How are you today? And you could answer, oh, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Well, what's going on right now? Everything okay? And then all of a sudden, depending on our level relationship, of course. You will share some details with me about how the day is going. You might have gotten up on the wrong side of the bed. You might have been rushing to get out of the house. You might have some other things going on in life that just, again, you know, life happens. But a 
if I don't ask a question, I will never be able to get an understanding of what is going on in your heart. If you're exhausted, if you're feeling unappreciated, if you just look like something might be off, the instrument used to diagnose what's going on in your heart is a question. So I'm going to ask a question real quick. How's your heart today? How are you feeling today? How are you feeling about yourself? That's three questions. <laughs> I asked a bunch. But we have to ask questions of ourselves. Because how often do we get out the bed and check, how am I feeling today? Do we ever check in with ourselves? We always are assuming that others will be checking up on us. Sometimes answering those questions is tougher than we think because the truth, the real truth, is difficult to swallow. But Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Come on, somebody. Now, if you really want to know the truth, be honest with yourself on where you're at. Okay? Now, to get all of this together, I'm, I'm going to anchor this on a particular scripture, Matthew 12, 34. Uh, contextually, um, Jesus is in, in a situation where he's getting berated by uh, Pharisees, which are the legalistic entities and, and groups of the day that are always making sure, trying to make sure that Jesus is following the rules. <laughs> Long story short. Okay, but we get into a situation where Jesus is, they're saying, the Pharisees are saying some things about Jesus that are, are not true. And uh, he says this thing here, he says, Old generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? Here it is. This is the crux of the scripture. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks speaks. If I ask a question using that instrument, whatever's on your heart will come out of your mouth. So now let us establish here that the, there is a heart-mouth connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a mouth-heart connection. What's going on in your heart will find its way out of your mouth. I don't care what the issue is. You might be angry with someone and say something mean to them uh, and, and, you know, you know, and you will say once you realize you said it or after you realize that you said it, you'll say, I didn't mean that. But you know what? At the time, you probably did. Mm. And that's the honesty part of it. That's the honesty part of it. You felt what you felt at the moment you said it. And that is how fast the heart can trigger words that come out of our mouth. Okay? And that is one of the most challenging things that we have to, to really get our arms around. Because we can really mess some stuff up if we really said how we felt all the time. If we really said the things that we want to say, but never had the heart 
to say them <laughs> is because we just did not have an overwhelming amount of this feeling in our hearts. Now, we talk about hearts. This is not, we gave a couple examples, right, of the the natural heart, but the, the unseen heart, what really is that? I want to define that before we kind of get into some some next steps on how um, we keep ourselves from really saying the stuff that we at the time want to say, but maybe shouldn't say. Um, but I, I think it's important to really understand um, what the heart is, because at the end of the day, God is really, 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 is really, really interested in our hearts. There are several examples in scripture where God says, um, I'm looking at your heart. Um, one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs uh, 3, 5, and 6. says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. There's always something to do with hearts that that um, we, we hear about. Another one, uh, a particular psalm says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. The heart has everything in it. And, and, and again, it's not a natural heart. But what 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 but what is the Bible mentioning about the heart? What is the Bible talking about? So um, the Bible is sorry. The Bible speaks of the heart in in reference to many things, but in, in the conceptually, it's kind of the control center from which all of our decisions are being made. Okay, so when you read about the heart in the Bible. It is about a place where you have your will, your attitude, your intentions, which is the source of your thoughts, actions, and your words, okay? So all of these things are important to God. It's the core piece to who you are, okay? Now, with your heart, you can choose to do the right thing. You can do good or evil. You can um, do something right or wrong. You can. It has the ability to choose. So it can point to God or it can point to evil. It can point to good, it can point to bad, depending on what it is exposed to. Okay. So with it being this this control center, there is typically an imagination or an idea that we have that we typically will anchor our heart to, will anchor our hope to, that will give us the what we imagine for our lives. Now, if um, I used to play, again, we talked about this in, in the last podcast about Rudy, but think of anyone, I'll say in particular, Michael Phelps, uh, uh, this decorated Olympian um, who had a system of imagining himself winning all the gold medals that he won before he actually won them, okay? Um, his coach actually coined the term, turn on the tape, okay? So he would literally take himself, just what we talked about in Proverbs 23, uh, 7. He would take his mind 
out of where he was and place it in where he's going to be at the end of the race, at the end of the pool, handling the gold. He would remember every motion that he was going to do. He would feel the water as he's racing through it. He literally imagined himself and did the exact same routine every single time he competed. And the the challenge with that is, and, and it's not the challenge, it's the revelation of that is, is that you can and have imagined a better future for yourself than you currently have. But it's up to you to decide if you believe it or if you don't believe it. Now, if you believe it in your heart, you will speak it out your mouth. Come on, somebody. If you believe what you see and you believe it in your heart, you will speak it out your mouth. Now, I can tell how committed you are to something. If it's a goal that you have, it's a vision that you aspire to. If you talk about it a lot. Yeah. If I spend enough time with you during the day and you say you want to do something, but you don't talk about it enough, that means it's not in your heart. It might be in there a little bit, but you don't believe it. You don't sense it. You haven't been there in your mind. So then there's no hope or the hope is not strong enough, especially when life circumstances challenge whether you believe what you believe. I'm going to let that sit just a minute because if I truly spent time with you, I can tell what you value by what you talk about. Okay? Now, I want to get to another scripture here because after all of this, we know that God is concerned about our hearts. He's concerned about the status of where we are in our heart. But, you know, these images can come anywhere, right? These, these If we see ourselves doing, uh, having a particular outcome, we usually get that image from somewhere, from somewhere. And, and in this day and age, we are inundated and bombarded with images. We have telephones, telephones, cell phones. We have tablets. We have computers. We have television. We have images. In fact, when they market, when marketers and businesses market to uh, particular demographics of people, what they do is they set up a vision of 2.5 kids, of a, a home in a neighborhood that you might live in um, or you, you actually might live, in, live there. And they sell an image of what their particular product can do for you if you happen to embark in that. Think of any kind of luxury, uh, luxury brand car. There's an image that is portrayed when you get in the car of a nice Mercedes Benz. Nothing wrong with them. 
Same thing with BMWs. But there's a particular image that you get when you get the vehicle that those companies portray. Okay? So what ends up happening is they give you a vision and you adopt that vision for yourself. Okay. All right. So it's it's the images that come into our minds. It's the things that we even hear in our headphones, the music that we listen to, what's important, what we put in our ears and what we see with our eyes is super, super important. Because out of that, it gives us an image and we can anchor our hope to that image. And then we start moving our life to accomplish the very thing that we think is going to give us fulfillment and give our heart everything that it needs to feel happy. But this is the thing. I'm I'm going to close with this. Um, The Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, the Bible says, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Everything we do flows from it. It's so important. So how do we guard our heart? It's impossible for us to close our eyes and walk through the day and not see anything. It is hard to close our ears and put noise-canceling headphones on and not hear anything throughout our day. But it's super important for us to know how do we actually guard our heart? How do we actually keep ourselves from going down that slippery slide of thinking that certain items, certain things, certain positions, whatever images that we have in our mind that look successful for us or help us accomplish an end goal that we think is good for us, what does it, what do we need to do to keep and guard our heart? You got to tune into the next podcast for that one. You've got to stay tuned for part three of heart issues. And this will be the final piece of it. But it's so important to know that from your heart, your mouth will tell you everything it needs to know. Like if I ask you the question. So if, if, if your heart can answer someone else's question, if I can give some homework to the next podcast, why don't you ask yourself some questions? Ask yourself some deep questions about how you're doing. What's important to you today? What's meaningful for you in this moment? Why are you restless? Why don't you ask yourself those kind of questions? And you know what? The only person you need to really be honest with is yourself. And then once we can get honest with ourselves, now you can speak to yourself, just don't answer yourself all the time, you know, (laughs) particularly in public because they'll think you might be a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But ask yourself some questions. Maybe write them down. But really get a sense of where your heart is. So that you will know. 
because out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. Thank you for tuning into the Life Refresh Podcast. There are three things I'll need you to do before you go. One, subscribe to this podcast, whether it be through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you subscribe to get the latest episode in your feed. Two, rank the podcast. If you like what you heard today, make sure you give it a great rating on those platforms. It'll help get us the exposure we need to make our message much broader and reach a different audience. And three, make sure you share this episode. I guarantee if you found value in it, someone you're connected to will find value in it as well. With that said, take care and tune in to the next episode of Life Refreshed.